0: Harry Potter. Oh Harry Potter. Harry
1: Potter. Harry 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 Potter.
0: Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter.
1: Harry Potter. and the Half Drunk Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Sam. And this week, we are welcoming my fiancé, Karn. Hi there. (laughs) Yeah, we're really excited. He's visiting for the holiday, so we're excited to have him on the show with us.
0: I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so he's in for Thanksgiving, since it is Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., so we figured, since it's Thanksgiving, it would be fun tie-in to do sort of a themed episode about the American wizarding world. And also, since it's kind of falling right after the release of the second Fantastic Beasts movie, which we're not going to talk about yet. Uh, but we- yes, because I haven't seen it. And I've seen it twice. <laughs> <laughs> But I have so much to say, and I'm going to stop talking about it right now before I spoil anything for Emily and for everybody else. So, anyways, Thanksgiving this week. So, we're also drinking pumpkin juice. Yes. So, this week's feature drink is adult pumpkin juice. Um, basically, it's pumpkin puree, pumpkin spice, bourbon. I'm using my leftover 101 from our bourbon episode. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, how do you feel about it, Sam? Um, I really like it, actually. I'm using yeah. – the bourbon that I use is um, from New Riff Distillery, which is, like, a pretty new distillery up in northern Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and so the bourbon is pretty high proof. I think it's, like, 100 proof. Um, and I don't really even taste it in here. I think, like, the apple cider really – um, dilutes it. And then as well as like the pumpkin puree, like I did the whole cocktail shaker thing for 30 seconds and I was like, wow, that doesn't seem like much to mix all these things together, but it yeah. did. And I think it's really good. Also didn't know that you could just buy pumpkin spice. So like that just changed my life. Yeah. Um, I can just like put that in my own coffee now. I don't need you Starbucks. I'm a connoisseur of pumpkin spice and all things pumpkin when it comes to fall because... It's just, it's the best, in my opinion. It just makes me feel so warm and cozy. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Like, I'm pretty basic. And (laughs) I'm okay with that. Do I own Uggs? No. Do I enjoy a pumpkin spice latte probably once a week? You bet your ass I do. You know what? I I didn't even get one this season. I stayed strong to my, just like, yeah, I know. I just have been getting, like, flat whites and, like, uh, well, actually, I... I'm a cold coffee person. Like, I love iced yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. So, I drank iced coffee up until, like, November is when I finally yeah. made the switch over. But I just think the only reason I, like, get them is because I go to school right next to a coffee shop. It's not Starbucks, but in my opinion, they have a better pumpkin spice latte mm, than Starbucks It doesn't surprise me at all. And um, <laughs> recently, I've had to make the switch to almond milk, and... It is so good. So yeah, recommend that. Sounds that. Good. <laughs> but yeah, I like it too. I don't know. I think it's interesting for me since I'm not really like an all the time bourbon drinker to start like incorporating it into my drinks more. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think of having this bourbon versus like Maker's Mark, which is what I'm used to drinking. I think Maker's would be better in this. Well, um, yeah, it's not as it's strong. Sweeter, yeah, but. I, I like it it's not as good as last week's giggle juice but <laughs> it's good <laughs> see i like it i like it better than. The do you giggle like juice. it better yeah maybe it'll grow on me <laughs> maybe but i'm also like a bourbon lover so that's probably why i like it so much whereas like gin when i drink gin i think that i'm like i should be an old lady not that there's anything wrong with gin but like i feel like it's not really popular <laughs> among our generation anymore that's true that's true um but i digress and i think we need to learn a little bit more about Carn's harry potter um kind of history and then his harry potter stats yeah Carn, do you want to tell your background with harry potter
0: um i grew up loving harry potter um i have an older sister and a younger sister and they both loved harry potter um my older sister has ties to england she like, has
1: signed books, by the way.
0: She what the actually, fuck? She yeah. went to England and got a signed first edition Harry Potter. Uh, the, Philosopher's oh, the Yeah, they call it the Philosopher's Stone in the English version. But uh, she received a signed copy um, over in England. And I think it's the coolest thing. I, I was keep
1: trying to steal it. Singing. He has to hide it from me when I go to their house. <laughs> I try That's to steal insane. it too. But it's I, really, yeah, I would keep that shit yeah. locked up. <laughs> yeah, it's your
0: favorite thing in the world.
1: <laughs> That's really cool. But then we started dating Mm -hmm. forever ago because we stayed up all night talking about Harry Potter. So Mm. Harry Potter,
0: Star Wars, Marvel,
1: we're big nerds. I, love it. Uh, I grew up uh,
0: reading Harry Potter because I would pre-order the game, uh, the books. I would play games with my uh, with my brothers and or my older cousin. I mean my sisters. We would you know pretend, I would pretend to be Harry. My sisters would pre- either pretend to be like Hermione or Ginny or whoever. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was just good memories of Hogwarts growing up. That's so um,
1: cute. So you played like House Harry Potter version.
0: Yeah, pretty much just exploring. <laughs> All around the backyard, just pretending to go through the years uh, at Hogwarts. <laughs> That's so
1: adorable. I'm jealous that my childhood didn't have that. <laughs> I know, me and my brother never did that. He wasn't really yeah. into Harry Potter, though. That's so cute. Yeah. So, basically, we were a match made in heaven when it came to that. So, Karn mm-hmm. um, took his Pottermore quizzes, and I thought he would be a Hufflepuff.
0: Um, okay. but My i guess was,
1: like, it's gryffindor gryffindor see i was like on the fence he would either be a gryffindor or a hufflepuff but <laughs> i was very shocked <laughs> with his result
0: i've taken oh, the pottermore quiz before in high school and i've taken it um early college i got a gryffindor and a hufflepuff before mm-hmm. yeah. i can't remember okay. what was which time but now i got slytherin <laughs> so Now he's just an asshole apparently
1: <laughs> i was like, what did you do?
0: The, the thing <laughs> was, I I try not to answer like any like terrible answers to any questions. I just you try were to trying be not to get
1: a Slytherin, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I like to travel. So I was trying to like pick adventurous questions because that's what I like now, and it just came out to be Slytherin, I guess.
1: <laughs> well, for some reason, I don't like, I don't really correlate adventurers and Slytherins. Do you? No, I would incorporate that more with Gryffindor. I would too. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought as well. <laughs> well. Somewhere
1: between early college and now, you've become quite cunning. Yeah, apparently dating me has made him a Slytherin. So I don't yes. know how I feel about I, that.
0: I honestly thought I was going to get sorted into Hufflepuff or Gryffindor again. But yeah, I was if very anyone surprised. of
1: this group of people talking right now would be sorted into Slytherin, I would have thought it was me. And I'm a Ravenclaw through and through. But if any of us had gotten it, it would have been me. So Karn is our first Slytherin. Thank
0: you. That is
1: officially a Slytherin. I did not see that coming.
0: I didn't expect it either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but his Patronus is kind of fun, too. Uh,
0: My Patronus is a Rottweiler. Which which he is is convinced. What?
1: He has been convincing me to get a Rottweiler forever.
0: I love Rottweilers. That's um, crazy. Ever since that's I was crazy. growing up, I've uh, uh, my neighbor it's had his a Rottweiler. Dog. My uncle had a Rottwe- couple of Rottweilers. I've just mm-hmm. such nice dogs. Yeah. Well,
1: if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. If I you're know. getting a freaking Patronus of a Rottweiler. Oh my, his his Patronus would Freaking chase my Patronus down the street all the time. His Patronus would kill both of our Patronuses. Yeah. Also, if you're going to have a protector, like, it should be a Rottweiler. Are you That's kidding like me? That's like a pretty badass dog. It's the best one that we've had, I think. I wish I had a German Shepherd. Damn it. I, know. I would be fine with a pug just because <laughs> I love my dog <laughs> so much. <laughs> well, they have a big bark, but not a big bite. She, I thinks she has August a might bite. have a good <laughs> big bite. August Beyonce, she probably has a good bite <laughs> <laughs> guess. That's really cool though that you got that. I think that's probably the favorite result that I've heard from people. It's very corn. <laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited with it. Yeah. We need to get a rot
1: Oh gosh. We'll see. So what is your wand?
0: Um, My wand is hornbeam wood, which is, I'm not hmm. really sure what that is, but mm-hmm. it has a unicorn hair core, uh, 11 and 1 quarter inch with pliant flexibility.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> and then my overmorning house is puckwudgie.
1: Okay. Puckwudgie. Do we, we've gotten a puckwudgie before, haven't we? I think my dad might have been. Pukwudgie. Okay. So, Karn, sure. what do you know about puckwudgie?
0: Um, when I took my test before, I know I got Thunderbird, I think.
1: That's what I'm in.
0: Oh. Um, that was in college, I think. But I just got recently sorted in a Pukwudgie. Um, I know they are kind of related to Native Americans. They saved, I think, Morney uh, a couple times, the uh, mm-hmm. founders of the houses. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, not much. I know they're like kind of the equivalent of house elves at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... Uh, too familiar with Ilvermorny. I've been trying to learn about it, but <laughs>
1: I feel yeah, like
0: bad. I feel, ha- like, I feel like a bad Harry Potter fan.
1: <laughs> well, you're How not you. because I feel like there's not much for us to know right now. Like we, like all I know is what I've read on Pottermore Sam. and like just pieced together. So I think that's pretty much all I know about Pukwudgies as well. It's just that there was one Pukwudgie in particular in Ilvermorny who saved Isolt Sayers um adopted sons, Chadwick and um what's the other one's name? Webster, I think. Yeah. He saved them from an attack and then she adopted them and he like begrudgingly took them back to where she was like living at and um kind of helped her carry them back because he like owed her a debt because she saved his life, I think. Um and then since he like didn't want to save them, she uh Pretty much was like, okay, well, your debt's been paid. I don't need you. Go away. And he, like, stuck around. Um, his name was William. And he apparently they're, like, really sassy or maybe just he was. Um, but then, yeah, he saved them again a second time when um, Isolt's mean aunt came and tried to take her twin daughters away from her and raise them back home in Ireland where she was originally from because yeah. they were um, half-bloods. And her aunt was not about that. No. So, anyways, that's I think Pukwudgie's a really respectable house. I think it would be the equivalent of like Hufflepuff because it's yeah, the, it's like, the heart house, the heart. Yeah. yeah. So that's so cool. So, just some background for those who don't know, since this is our um, American Wizarding episode, the Horned Serpent house. There's four houses. First of all, in every morning, Horned Serpent mm-hmm. is mind. Wampus is body, Thunderbird is soul and Puckwaji is heart. And then it's said to favor so Horned Serpent is said to favor scholars. Yes, yeah, so that would be Ravenclaw. Equivalent. And then Puckwaji favors healers. So mm-hmm. I would see that as Hufflepuff. And then, I think the other two could be up for debate of if, yeah, if they I would do be too. the equivalent of Gryffindor or Slytherin. But also I feel like even at Hogwarts, those houses are so closely related, really. I mean, you have to be ambitious to be in either. So. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like Slytherin only gets a bad rap because it's not like it's a bad house. It just gets a bad reputation just because of the, some of the people who have come out of it. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like in Ilvermorny, they kind of like tried to make all the house like there's not a bad reputation in any of the houses like your first instinct is to think horned serpent because it ties into Slytherin but it doesn't yeah so I feel like they all are just like really solid houses Yeah, that's what I find interesting about Ilra Morney really, is that they all, yes, they each, like, favor favor different kinds of people, but none is looked at as, like, a lesser house. Like, I feel like some people look at Hufflepuff as a lesser house, which is a totally unfair assessment. Yeah, because I think it just gets the least amount of recognition throughout the series. For sure. And then, like, Ravenclaw people are sometimes looked up as, like, super stuck-up and, like, Mm know-it-alls. And then, like, Everyone just wants to be in Gryffindor, which is fine, because, like, Gryffindor is awesome. But, you know, I think that it's interesting, since maybe we don't know so much about this, is, like, we kind of can make our own assumptions about each of these houses. Right. And I think that, like, over time, which I hope over time that they will make, like, either a movie series, or I think it would be cool to make a TV series about, like, Ilvermorny and, like, different stories that happen at Ilvermorny, since we don't really have any Real context, and we don't know any of the characters. We it could all just be like formulated from scratch, but that's a tangent. But I still think that like they probably do have those sort of like um, stereotypes for each house, like internally, and we just yeah, don't know sure. them. But I'm kind of okay not knowing them right now. Same.
0: I think it would be cool eventually for J.K. Rowling to write a whole series about Elphameorny and you know. W- uh, just different because it's supposed to tie in uh, the whole background with Salazar Slytherin uh, in origin story on how uh, mm-hmm. everything that happened would probably be pretty cool to, to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it would be really cool to have like, like I said, either a TV series or a movie series about just like Ilvermorny and the American wizarding world starting. And then um, just like maybe a new set of, people going through Ilvermorny and seeing, like, the correlations between American Wizarding World and, like, British Wizarding World, European Wizarding World, um, and seeing, like, was there ever a Voldemort equivalent? Yeah. As uh, of right yeah. now, I mean, not really. There's just
0: Grindelwald, Grindelwald.
1: and then Voldemort, but who knows? She could, she could start something right now. She could start a new series right now, set in now the... 2000s you know because those books came out 21 years ago yeah yeah i'd like to see too like their lives maybe when voldemort's in power because like they have to be affected by that yeah just like the just like they're affected with grindelwald they have to yeah. be affected even more so for Voldemort. but i think for sure like a tv series would be really cool for this Kind of thing. Like, I feel oh, like, movies I would be, would be so awesome, into but it. I think maybe like a TV series would be a good like direction to go in,
0: mm-hmm. really and cool.
1: like something different, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then maybe I mean, like eventually set up for like I don't know, J.K. Rowling a Marauders <laughs> <TV> series. <laughs> I know we just really want. I want like a Marauders trilogy series, just movies, three yeah. movies, Marauders that starts with them going to Hogwarts. Years in Hogwarts, and then after Hogwarts, and I'll be happy with that. Yes. wait all the awesome. way up into October 31st, when Harry's parents were killed. Yes. And then, that's where it picks up. That
0: would be really cool, but, um, I'm sorry, I was about to say, I think a really cool tie-in for, I think, for that would be, you, uh, or J.K. Rowling would write a series about how the, because overmorning was supposed to be started around, like, 1600s or something like that, correct?
1: Yeah, it was, like, Puritan era.
0: If she tied it in with uh, for the American listeners for a bit of American history, how because it was in Massachusetts, yeah. the heart of the you know the American Revolution, how that tied in when uh, America was re- uh, revolting against Britain, was there any history if that re- affected you know relationships between Elvermorny and Hogwarts? Were there any uh, relationships like that? Uh, how did it affect expansion? That would be yeah. kind of cool to see as well.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I think it would be cool too if they covered like. In this series, like the Salem Witch Trials, and like how that affected the people of the magical community in America. Oh, really they cool. definitely should. Yeah, because like you I read said last week on Pottermore. Week, yeah, for sh- yeah I did. J.K. Rowling put out like a whole bunch of writings on Pottermore about the American Wizarding world. Um, so you should go check them out. But I like it's just so interesting to me, and I think if they had that and showed it, like that would be such a interesting i keep saying interesting but i think that would be a cool struggle to show yeah also the fact that she came over on the mayflower yeah so she's like an og american well not really because native americans are right happy thanksgiving yeah sorry (laughs) but
0: (laughs) they always mention like uh, uh just like little side notes in the books like if you ever read through like the fantastic beasts just like the the little encyclopedia of it, they always mention like how these little beasts have changed history or how like maybe the Quidditch cup affected history. It'd be cool to see like what exactly, if anything in the magical uh, community affected like the Boston, like tea Harbor or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Any presidents being elected? Was it, uh, was it a wizard? Who knows? That would be really cool to find out.
1: Probably not. Cause they weren't allowed to talk to no matches. Yeah. After, oh, yeah. um, well, they were for a little bit. They were at first, because, I mean, Isolt married a nomad, and he was one of the founders of Ilvermorny. Which I love. I love that yeah. one of the founders was a nomad. Which is why it's so, like, kind of disappointing that at least what we know of right now of the American wizarding world, they still, at least up until the 1920s, don't have any sort of, they, they're not allowed really to associate with nomads unless it's, yeah. like, utmost uh, necessary. So it's kind of sad that the school that they send all their little witches and wizards to was founded on the basis of, like, no matches are cool and they are accepting and we should accept them. It's kind of like on the basis of how, like, Ilvermorny doesn't harbor the same, like, pure blood resentment that kind of hogwarts does you know they and, definitely like, don't British that definitely didn't come across the pond if you will with them yeah so like well i mean because we're all like founder. mutts over here and yeah. they like recognize that well and when they came over they found a whole magical community here of the native americans who were extremely powerful and very mm-hmm. good especially in like potions um yeah and they didn't even have wands at that point so like yeah, the Native Americans didn't use wands and no, they didn't need them. So like to find this whole community here that was so powerful already, I think that um, you know it, they all like were helping nomadges. and because I mean it was a struggle at first mm-hmm. in our in our country to survive because God, I mean these people, we didn't know the terrain, we didn't yeah. know the landscape, and like, a lot of these people I- had never lived in a rural area, so. Like, yeah. I feel like to come here, it was just, like, very different. And to have, you know, the magical Native American community and then the magical European community, um, it was just very, like, beneficial to have that relationship. Yeah. And I think also it helped with with the school specifically not having that, just from, like, Isolt's sort of background as the main, really, founder of the school that she like was brought up by parents who were very like Muggle accepting, if you will. Like yes, they helped. They their were neighbors, totally yeah, yeah. They were totally fine with like Muggles, but her aunt wasn't like no. was not cool with it. Her aunt was one of the like pure blood purists and um, ended up killing her parents because they were. Friendly, she didn't want yeah. yeah. She didn't and she didn't want Isolt brought up that way because Isolt was like the last of the Slytherin bloodline at that point in time. Yeah. So she was just like, absolutely not. I'm killing those bitches, and I'm bringing her up as my own. And I think that Isolde was old enough to know that that was wrong, but there was nothing that she could do because she couldn't overpower her aunt yet or couldn't outsmart her to get away. Yeah. So she just grew up, one, not being able to attend Hogwarts, two, knowing that her aunt killed her parents, and then three, just, like, not agreeing with anything that her aunt's trying to ingrain into her. So I think that really... Made her very strong-willed and strong-minded as, like, what she wanted the school to be about. Which was kind of the opposite of how her aunt tried to raise her. I agree. I don't know. I just find this, the whole background of Ilvermorny, I just find it so interesting. Like, it started as a home school. It started her. as a shack, pretty much. Yeah. Well, first it was, originally the name came from, that's what they called their homestead in Ireland, where she was from. Yeah. And then, you know, when they came over here, it was like a homeschool basically for her children to teach them magic. And then Mm -hmm. her and her husband decided to teach other people magic. Yeah, I think other kids just kind of migrated towards them. So I just find that so interesting. Yeah, I do too. Well, and at the school, so right at Hogwarts, you choose your, or the wand chooses you, but you go get your wand before you leave for school. But oh yeah, morning, you're sorted that. into your house by standing on this thing on the ground that resembles their crest um, and then the animal or being or whichever comes to life of whichever house you're in. So basically you get to make your wand which I think is like really interesting um, because like that's like a whole really like personal connection that you have with your wand even more so than it choosing you. Right. And also, I think they get their wand there yeah. mainly because they're not allowed to have their wand with them when they're not at school. Because um, the Magical Congress of the USA, which is kind of like the equivalent of the British Ministry of Magic, um, it's it the rule is like you can't have your wand because we can't like have any sort of danger of you exposing us to to no matches i think is super smart on their part because like no 11 year old 13 year old needs to have a wand like they aren't trained it's just Mm -hmm. like a recipe for a disaster unless you grow up in a magical household where you're like seeing magic used every day but like harry he totally could have threatened the dursleys more than he did yeah yeah also, I feel like there's nothing stopping kids from, like, they know the bad spells. There's nothing stopping them from doing it if they want to. Exactly. It's kind. Of, it's just like putting a weapon in the hands of an 11-year-old. Really? It's is. just, like, <laughs> not, the, doesn't make any sense. That would never happen, like, anywhere. So, um, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I also, like, I'm intrigued a lot about their politics yeah and mostly because how it relates to like american politics here yeah um i think it's cool that they have like a magical congress and a president and i think it's cool that how like the british version is a ministry and a prime minister just like those correlations um but also how it started when everybody was like cool and helping the nomadges and then it went to like the complete opposite pretty much yeah um and I think that was because I remember i can't, I think it happened in like maybe seventeen or eighteen hundreds. I can't really remember what the date was, but so there were these kind of police officers mm-hmm. um back in like the seventeen hundreds in America, but they weren't really police officers; they were more like death eaters, like the American version of death eaters, yeah that they were called like scourers, yeah, scourers they would go around and just like collect magical people and pretty much give them over to the nomad and be like this is a wizard this is a witch you need to kill them for profit yeah so fast forward like a hundred couple hundred years or so and a descendant of one of those like wizard hating scourers is like going on dates with a witch and this witch isn't very bright okay she's just getting her flirt on and she's doing these little magic tricks for this guy, not knowing that he hates wizards so much. And um, he pretty much plans a revolt against the Magical Congress of the USA and an attack against them because of the information that he got out of her. So she put the entire, like, American wizarding world in danger by just associating with him and being kind of stupid and letting things slide. So the Adam that- and Eve thing all over again. <laughs> So then after that, Rapaport's law wasn't stated, yeah. and that's stayed since then, that you can't really have any sort of um, connection with a no match, which I think is sad, because one bitch ruins it for everybody. <laughs> that's just not fair. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, I get that you need to have some sort of secrecy, right, so that, like, people don't persecute you, especially right. in a country where, like, you're persecuted, like, from the very beginning, people are scared of witches. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's just a fact of our country, you know? And um, I just feel like, to the extent of which the Americans take it, like, in Britain, you know, you had to be secretive about your magic, but you could still marry a muggle, and, like, that's fine. Right. It's, like, America sees nomads as, as, like, dangerous. Like, unpredictable. Dangerous. They're out yeah. to get us. Which I think is so weird. It's, like, completely opposite of, like... In Britain, they're just like, oh, they're cute. They're stupid. <laughs> like, that's a... British- <laughs> they're just kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Arthur Weasley, like, he just thinks they're fascinating. But, like... Can you tell me, what exactly the is the function, function of, a, of rubber, a rubber duck? Yeah. <laughs> but and also I think is a big reflection of our society from the very beginning of like people really just like are very individualist and Mm -hmm. don't really like other parts of the country are very like community driven I think um and we just aren't and I think that that's like really shown in the American wizarding world for sure I mean as a country that claims to like love, liberty, and justice, and freedom, and, you know, all those, like, inalienable rights that are in our constitution. It's like, we try really hard to be defensive about things all the time. And I think that shows there, too. Like, they're so afraid of people finding out that wizards exist. I mean, like, I get it. Like you said, I get how there has to be secrecy, but they're so afraid that, like, anyone might just, like, slip something and then forget to obliviate them that you just can't talk to them at all. Yeah. Or like, try not to, try really hard not to. That it's just like, what you're so afraid of that being taken from you. And how do you know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you just meet some random person like in a different state, like how are you supposed to know if they're a wizard or not? Like, is there like a secret handshake? Like, what do you think, Karn? Like, isn't that weird?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you? Th- I don't know. I don't know how you would tell.
1: Yeah. I guess you just have to assume everybody is a nomad. Yeah. Unless you just know them from school or I don't know. It's like you can't really make friends if you didn't make them at school or they weren't part of your family's like inner circle. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also really curious. So Karn is from California. So I am really curious as to if he thinks because like things are so different there than they are in the eastern side of the country um do you think there's like another wizarding school that we don't know about yet
0: that would be really cool to figure out um the different wizarding schools like if there's an east coast one a west coast one maybe one because they like castles maybe one like hidden up in the rockies somewhere like yeah. a castle like way up at the top or a canadian one or anything like that but it'd be cool to see like the different attitudes between the different ones because obviously ilvermorny is influenced by native americans Early starting out in America, um, the origins of, uh, you know, America as a whole. So it'd be cool to see the progression as you move across uh, America. Like maybe uh, the Rockies ones would be more into the cowboy culture or something like that that would be so cool (laughs) (laughs) all i want to know is during during the wild west were there were there wizards hunting bison and hippogriffs (laughs) pulling their wands out of holsters (laughs) i hope so
1: (laughs) there were definitely thunderbirds yeah for sure
0: yeah and it'd be cool to see how it ties in with like all the mythologies like the mexican mythologies especially in california Mm -hmm. um the native american ones and the rockies like maybe they are based off magical creatures uh maybe there's actually a bigfoot running around california in the rockies but it's (laughs) it's just a magical creature similar to like a hippogriff or something like that i don't know that'd be cool to see but Um, I'd love to see one, you know, Rockies, West Coast, even Canada, I feel like could be closely because Canada has a very strong Native American culture uh, that could be really Mm -hmm. tied into Ilvermorny uh, as a sister school or something like that. Yeah. But even uh, because California, where I'm from, is so strongly tied to Mexico. Yeah. i wonder how mm-hmm. if they had a mexican wizarding school as well how that yeah would there be. might
1: be like an aztec sort of one i i i kind of am of the belief and maybe i'm just believing it for myself but like a couple days ago i was like trying to figure out why wasn't ilvermorny in the triwizard tournament it's like blowing my mind why did that not happen and then i was like okay maybe they have their own sort of triwizard tournament that ilvermorny can host and then like the school from canada the school from mexico come together there and it's, it's like the north yeah. american tri-wizard tournament it's the american I really tri-wizard so.
0: tournament that'd be super cool if they had south american teams central american teams and then north american teams
1: yeah yeah that would be cool but i think like the idea of like a hispanic wizarding school sounds really awesome too yeah just because you could do like mayan and like aztec stuff um and i just think that the idea like architecturally i know i'm not studying to be an architect like you are but i think that would be really cool <laughs> no for sure like if they were just like in one of those hidden cliff settlements that mm-hmm. would be the coolest school in the entire world
0: or inside yeah. the cave settlements that yeah. would be so cool jk relin take like- this down
1: <laughs> and then just like idea. put a put some sort of like enchantment over it so it just looks like the side of a cliff or but just then, like, like a ruin yeah yeah. yeah empty that caves. Would be cool. Yeah,
0: that would be so cool.
1: Yeah, and I think Well feel that's like, what Hogwarts looks like, right? So like yeah, the muggle yeah. eye is just a ruin of a castle. Like a gated yeah.
0: off castle.
1: Well I just feel like too, like I said before, like the perception of like being in California, you feel like you're in a different country sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that they're probably definitely breaking um MACUSA's laws and they're probably like a lot more accepted
0: (laughs) of muggles they're probably like
1: yeah dude like watch me do a magic trick (laughs) (laughs) the liberal wizards
0: out there it's it's the homeless people you see on the san francisco streets they say yeah (laughs) they'll show you a trick and it looks really cool but you know they're actually magical that's why it's happening
1: they're actually wizards
0: (laughs) hearst castle in california is amazing that definitely Maybe looks that's like a, a wizarding ca- school exactly that could be a wizarding school that looks beautiful and it's closed half the year
1: okay so i just came up with the perfect idea for jk rowling she does a tv series yeah that's set now like in 2018 almost 2019 that goes into detail about ilvermorny and mm-hmm. the kids who are there because we wouldn't know them because our heroes are done fantastic beasts will be over And then, um, so it's all new characters set then, and then that will tie in to if there's a West Coast school or just how there's differences between West and like East Coast wizards. Yeah. I mean, that would be totally awesome. And you know what? If she doesn't jump on this, I'm pitching it to Warner Brothers myself. (laughs) We definitely should. I mean, it's just, it would be so interesting. And I feel like because there is a huge fan base here in the States, like, That would just be really cool for us to have that little piece of the Wizarding. It'd be so easy to make it happen. Like just make it a Netflix original. I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder how it would be because J.K. Rowling she she liked to have a lot of control over the series. She like oversaw the castings. Um, She
1: let the six. Movie happen.
0: That's true, though. Yeah, um, guys. I know we're not going <laughs> to talk true. about
1: the second Fantastic Beast movie, but talk to me after you see that. <laughs> Apparently, she let the second Fantastic Beast movie happen.
0: Oh God, yeah. uh, we'll see it tomorrow. We'll see how it is. But uh, I wonder what the cultural differences would be, and how long she would actually try to maybe study the United States beca- uh, before. Because so far, she's only seemed interested in like the English or the uh, the British versions. I mean, so. I wonder if she actually did do it, which would be really cool. I wonder how long it would actually take her because it seems like she just mostly has interest in the, the British version so far.
1: Well, I feel like since she already did kind of like establish that map that's on Pottermore of some of the other yeah. wizarding schools that are around the world, like the Japanese one, which sounds fucking amazing. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, like, I definitely think she has stuff in her head. And she's already written stuff about Ilvermorny and the whole inception of it. So I think, like, yeah, I think there's a lot that needs to be flushed out. But I think that she's more than capable of, like, doing it. Because she already talked about, like, the Puritans and the witch trials and everything. My only fear of this series would be that, like, it would just be so... Something else could happen, you know? Just so, like, we could have another thing. And, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes too much of a good thing is like I I wouldn't want it to take away from Harry Potter yeah right well I don't really feel like that's happened with Star Wars yet so I'm okay to keep (laughs) going with Harry Potter
0: that's true I also feel as it's it's limited by J.K. Rowling herself because there's there's so much like culture just from Britain infused in Harry Potter so I feel like she would want to capture that same uh, type of feeling before she put out a book in uh, say Japan or America So, I feel like she would just want to do so much research and just so much, you know, investment in that book before she puts it out. So, I wonder. Well, that's fine. She can stay with me (laughs) if she's visiting. Completely fine (laughs) with me. I just wonder how long it would take if she would decide to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I don't know. I feel like, though, I love the idea of Ilvermorny because, as yes, I would want to go to Hogwarts. Let's be real. Okay, I so this takes us ha- into our poll results, yes, right? Yes, I'm going for it. So, like, okay. I understand. So, our poll result question was, would you rather go to Ilvermorny if you're from the U.S., or would you rather, like,
0: insist that you go to
1: Hogwarts? So,
0: so what is, like, out-of-state tuition compared to in-country mm. tuition for Ilvermorny versus I feel like Hogwarts? you probably
1: Isn't don't really? have a choice. Uh,
0: there's, there's a point in Harry Potter where Harry obviously pays for tuition. It's taken out of the gold that his parents' Uh, account oh. at, i think he i think
1: he took that out just to buy his like supplies yeah, that he needed uh,
0: there was i think there was a part about tuition as well so i think students do pay Which tuition <laughs> 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 I, i'll look it up and let you know i think they do have to pay tuition though because it's like a regular school these
1: are like normal pillow talk conversations <laughs> <for us. What's laughs> happened on harry potter prove it <laughs> well we're gonna have a follow-up on that yeah um But I kind of feel like maybe you don't have a choice. Like, if you live in the United States, like, all right, well, your school is Ilvermorny. I don't think that, I mean, maybe you can, but there weren't any Americans going to Hogwarts. I definitely don't think you have a choice. I think you probably know about the other schools, maybe, growing up, but probably not. Like, you're probably just, like, raised, like, I don't, like, maybe if we had a different school in a different region of this country, but I think you're raised, like, knowing, oh, I'm gonna go to Battens or I'm gonna go to Hogwarts. Like, I really Mm -hmm. don't think there's a question, but nevertheless, 69% on Facebook said they would go to Hogwarts, 31, Ilvermorny, and then 67% on Instagram said they would go to Hogwarts, and 33% Ilvermorny. But, like my only okay. thing is like I understand completely. The Hogwarts is my home thing, like I get it. Mm-hmm. I would want to go to Hogwarts. I mean, Hogwarts we all sure. know and love Hogwarts, right? Yes. But I think there's something so intriguing about Ilvermorny and like having a con- having a school that's like just in your country and like having that pride is like mm-hmm. so cool, and especially yeah. since like we didn't even know it existed, right? But like yeah. there is one. So, like, I personally would go to Ilvermorny over Hogwarts. I chose it as well just because, like, what you said about the pride in your country. Like, as much as sometimes the country pisses me off. Yeah. It's just, like, your family pisses you off sometimes, but you still love it. And you can still visit Hogwarts. Yeah. You can still, like... Go to Hogwarts and be like, oh, this is like the mother's school. This is like where the inception of my school started. Because that's just like how it is with our country. Yeah. It's like I can go to England and be like, okay, so like my country came from this country. That's pretty, pretty fucking awesome. But I would still choose to live in my country. Yeah. Just like I would choose to go to school at Ilvermorny. But I also feel like just the way that it was founded, there's a lot to be, be like proud of like with the native american roots and like being super open and they didn't turn anybody away definitely it's just like yeah all the all the misfits come here and i'm gonna teach you i really love that ilvermorny does celebrate our native american heritage because i feel like that's something that in our country unfortunately is so overlooked and Mm -hmm. like we all have some native american in us at some point for the Mm -hmm. most part and I think that having that as literally the foundation for their school and appreciating the fact that Native Americans were further along in a lot of ways in the wizarding world of America. It's um, so important. Like I think it's just so special for us, especially in this yeah. episode where, in this week, where we're reflecting. Right, when we're talking about Thanksgiving, and I feel like back to Karin's point about like her having J.K. Rowling having to really study the United States. Like she already has done more for our like actual foundations than our country has. It's so true. <laughs> Like, she acknowledges it. She does. And I think maybe, like, from the outside looking in, it might be easier to acknowledge it. Because I feel like, from our standpoint, like, you might not want to acknowledge it. Because it doesn't really put us in the best place. Well, we have a lot of things to be shameful for. Yes, we do. That is for damn certain. But But. I think it's cool that this is our bit of redemption. Because they're still celebrated as they should be. Um and for that, I am thankful. Yes. So, Karn, what did you choose? Did you choose Ilvermorny Elvermorny or Hogwarts?
0: So, I actually just looked this up real quick. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. You question. have to answer
1: the question first. What uh, should you choose? I will Elvermorny answer the question.
0: Hogwarts? I will answer the question, and then I will okay. say yeah. what I looked up. Probably Ilvermorny, <laughs> just because it's in Massachusetts. You voted <laughs> Hogwarts. I know. I, I thought about it. I would love to go to Hogwarts. That seems like it would be super cool. But Ilvermorny, it's in Massachusetts. It's kind of like Harvard, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. for yeah. the American magic schools. Um, that would be just, especially what you guys were saying, the pride of the country, that would be that would be really fun. So it's we convinced
1: like, you to change your mind.
0: Yeah, it's like the magical <laughs> Olympics every time you see everybody, eat, like another wizard.
1: <laughs> this is the pride
0: in your country. Um, but J.K. Rowling... Um, is this about people, the tuition thing? Yeah, people were asking her about tuition, and she said, uh, well... All the costs before, like, the cauldron, the spells, the textbooks, the, you know, the the wand, everything, your pet. It's about $43,000 a year, American dollars. But
1: Jesus. That's a no lot. No wonder the Weasleys are broke. Yeah, for real. They have so many damn kids.
0: But <laughs> tuition is paid by the Ministry of Magic. Well, tuition duh, is because free.
1: you're already paying, like, 50 grand.
0: Exactly. So, I yeah. wonder... What the American rules for that are is do you just have to pay for your equipment? Uh, Do you have to pay for tuition? You
1: definitely still pay tuition. Nothing's free here.
0: Yeah, with the American way. The American (laughs) way,
1: nothing's free. (laughs) They
0: would be charging, you know. $100,000 One hundred thousand dollars for in-state students and one hundred fifty thousand for out-of-state.
1: <laughs> okay, but this isn't college. <laughs> Most it's, it's public wizarding school. They don't turn anyone away, so I don't true. think there's tuition. I that's think true. yeah, you still have to buy all your stuff. But I feel like you- it's probably cheaper than Hogwarts because, like at Hogwarts, you. Pretty much need like the best of the best stuff, right? And I well, feel like well, they provide your wine, your, your wine, your wine for you. Maybe they provide <laughs> your wine too. You know? <laughs> if we went to the school, they'd have to provide our wine. <laughs> um, but I think that you know it's probably a lot cheaper because you probably make a lot more stuff like by yourself. Yeah. So, it definitely seems more of a like earthy kind of hippy dippy school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my for opinion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> my humble opinion. Well, I'm super excited if there's any more to learn about Ilvermorny, sign me up. Yes. Because, like, I want to know more about the houses. I want to know more about, like, what the fuck it looks like. Like, I don't so know. Now, s- like, I want to no- know the teachers. For real, not only was my Hogwarts letter lost in the mail, but now my Ilvermorny letter <laughs> was lost in the mail. And for that, oh, I am disappointed.
0: Ilvermorny <laughs> is supposed to... It started out as like a cottage on the uh, top of mountains in Massachusetts, and grew to a castle.
1: Yeah, they kept growing mm-hmm. the, growing the building, which, as an architecture enthusiast, <laughs> I think is so interesting.
0: I feel like it's got to be super
1: cool. You're going to yeah. get all these different um, styles molded yeah. into one, like from like <laughs> the, the, the different eras. eras. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one room could be sort of like, like the shack looking, and then you go into. Uh, 1800s where there's like plantation homes and
0: victorian era homes and oh man all of it would be awesome to see
1: that would be so cool sign me up but yeah the american wizarding world there's so much to be learned so
0: a wizarding school
1: (laughs) a wizarding school on alcatraz
0: that would be really cool jk rowling i want to see that
1: that's where the west coast school is at yeah after
0: after they cleared out Alcatraz. that's why they
1: tell us not to go there
0: they were like it's a it's a remote region you know
1: no it's definitely on treasure island
0: treasure island i'm thinking that
1: alcatraz is like where it's like azkaban alcatraz is our azkaban (laughs) exactly and it just looks like a ruin because it's actually still there and they actually still use it in those anymore oh my gosh sam you're a genius yeah (laughs) yeah Um, but anyways, I am very thankful for this episode and getting to hear Karn's input on this yes. episode. I'm thankful that you guys get to spend it together. Oh, well, me too. And that we got all this information about Overmorning And I will be so thankful once you two bitches go see this <laughs> Fantastic Beast Tomorrow. movie so I can just Tomorrow. talk to someone about it. Well, I am very thankful for this podcast and for all of our listeners. Um, thank you for messaging us. Mm -hmm. and just being awesome all the time and so supportive and thank you for your input um i'm thankful for sam who's a kick-ass co-host and the only partner i want in this life um (laughs) besides you of course love um (laughs) he just knows (laughs) but yeah i don't know and thanks for being on here con
0: thank you i'm thankful to the this beautiful pug over here
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm thankful
0: to my beautiful fiancé and to you, Sam, for having me on. Thank you. It was fun to be on.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, as always, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HP Half Drunk. Like us and subscribe on the podcast app or on iTunes. Um, we're now on Stitcher, yes. so that's kind of cool. For all you Android people like Karn. Yeah. Yes. And um, also, like us on Facebook. Yes. And this is the last week um to submit your entries for the giveaway and then we will be choosing on the podcast um in 2 weeks and then um yeah just keep your suggestions coming and we have a lot of exciting stuff coming up so we're yep. very stoked if you're in US this week happy thanksgiving <laughs> yeah happy thanksgiving try out the pumpkin juice and let us know your thoughts but thanks everybody have a good week
0: Happy Thanksgiving. Mischief
1: managed.